You're listening to The Collected Podcast, bringing you inspiration and resources to help you discover and live from your truest self. The Collected Podcast is a production of Collected Ministries, a nonprofit organization dedicated to helping disciples of Jesus discover and live from their true identity in Christ, recognize and walk in their divine purpose within the kingdom of God, and experience growth in their capacity for mature, healthy relationships. Follow Collected on social media at Collected Ministries, and be sure to visit thecollectedpodcast.com for show notes and additional content related to today's episode. Here's your host, Tia McNelly. Welcome to season three, episode 10. I am joined as always by our producer and co-host, Jess Biondo. Hi, Jess. Hey, Tia. Good to be back. Yes. Um, This week, we are mixing things up a little bit. We don't have a podcast guest. Um, We've been doing these episodes a little more frequently, kind of every other month. We like to touch base. But this one is especially important because we are challenging ourselves to practice what we preach. We have guests on every week who share their stories about giving God their yes and overcoming obstacles, even when that seems scary or confusing or unknown, what they're really saying yes to. Mm -hmm. Um, And gosh, two years ago, almost two years ago, that's what we did with this podcast. Yep. Um, So we want to touch base and give you an update with where we are because we're facing crossroads as well. And, you know, we challenge you, our listeners, every week every other week to (laughs) not be afraid of that and to dive into that and to pursue the Lord and um, follow what He has for you and just live who you're called to be, who you were created to be. Um, So we wanted to share a little bit about how we've been doing that lately and what it might mean for the podcast as we move forward. We don't fully know what it means because we're just following God day by day, but we wanted to let you into our own process of figuring out what God has next for us. Yeah, which, you know, sometimes doing what God asks asks you to do step by step, which is really all He asked of us in the beginning, mm-hmm. looks like pausing. Mm-hmm. And that can be really difficult. I think sometimes taking a break feels um, like giving up, but sometimes it's the bravest thing you can do. And so with that, I wanted to share with you guys that I am going to be taking a little bit of a sabbatical. It has been 10 plus years since I started vocational ministry. Um, most of that time, well, not most of that time. Sometimes it was my job. Sometimes it was an addition to a job. And um, I feel like it's best to stop and regroup before you burn out Mm -hmm. because I've burned out before and I don't want to do that again. Um, And so a few weeks ago, I shared with Jess that I felt like the Lord was prompting us to like submit to a dormant season. Um, This all started with a post from Nick Connolly, which I will link you guys to. You guys might remember way back in season one, we had Nick's wife, Jess Connolly, on the show. I just found out Nick's got a book coming out next year, so we'll have to get him on. We'll have to have him on. Yeah, because spoiler alert, we're not ending the podcast. (laughs) It will continue every other week, Yes, um, and we'll get to what that'll look like in a little bit. Absolutely. Or maybe not. I don't know. We'll see if we come up with that while we talk. Yeah. <laughs> but um so there was this post from him a few weeks ago and it and it said there's more under the soil. I will link you to it. And he was basically talking about um this experience he had with bamboo and that 
um, he learned that bamboo can remain dormant under the soil for up to five years. And then it can shoot up suddenly in that fifth year, like 90 feet, almost seemingly overnight. So very rapid growth after seeming to do not a whole lot of anything for a very long time. And um, he, he, in the end, said, things can grow at any rate at any moment when God is in the picture. Don't ever forget that. And so we have seen in 2020 and 2021 thus far, this like slowing, this dormant feeling um, of limited growth, but still a lot of activity. Mm -hmm. And it's been good. And we can tell that God's still moving. God's still growing us and our audience and everyone who's involved in our ministry. Um, But as I thought about that post, I mean, it, it just... The Holy Spirit really stirred something in my heart when I read that. I just heard, it's okay to go dormant. Mm. It is okay to let yourself give into and press into a dormant season. And um, that reminded Jess of something that I wrote a long time ago that I've not shared on the show that I can remember. I really don't think I have. I don't think you have either. Yeah. Um, Many years ago, I was, it must have been, Five years ago, maybe I was preparing to um, share at a women's, like a, a mom's group, mm-hmm. and um, the Lord. Oh, and they wanted me to speak about seasons, and the Lord revealed like a different take on seasons, and it was about the meanings of the word season, which it just so happens there are four of those as well, and sort of the symbolism behind each of those. And so, in light of looking at at this season, the dormant season, um, pressing into sabbatical, which is a season of rest and restoration, um, which I'll share more in a little while, kind of why I feel like that's the right move at this time. Um, let me tell you a little bit about these, these four meanings of the word season. So the first one is like weather seasons, um, which is I really meditated on that word. I felt like it. the symbolism there is kind of positioning. Like weather is about location and conditions. And when things get into position, stuff happens. Mm-hmm. And um, I think sometimes in our spiritual walks, being in, in a, in a uh, weather type of, like if your season is that positioning place, it's about being in position, being ready for action. And sometimes we need to change our position if God's going to pull off what it is he has for us. I think sometimes that looks like posture, what sort of posture we're taking, um, right? Like get the shoulders back. Um, and moving from this place of reactivity to a place of proactivity. And I feel like this decision to take a sabbatic goal is a proactive move, Um it's also about awareness. When the weather is changing, we need to be aware. We have to be aware of our role in God's story. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to be sure that we're maintaining this high view of God's sovereignty and that that is the focus, that His will, kingdom purpose, kingdom activity, and kingdom positioning is the, is the focus. So that's one, one of the four meanings of the, of the word season. The second is... Um, like animals can be in season. Um, think about like hunting seasons um, or reproductive seasons. So mating season. Yeah, mating season. Yeah. So it's sort of symbolizes, symbolizes readiness. So we have positioning, 
and readiness so Mm. far. Um, And to be in season looks a lot like, um, sorry, I'm scrolling up in my notes because I haven't been over this stuff in a long time. Um, To be in season means to be fertile and to be receptive to reproduction, to mating. Um, It requires maturity. And that's something that that I think I really want to work on. I want to grow in maturity. Mm. You know, there are mm-hmm. these places through the process of therapy and just things that have happened in life in the last few years that have shown me points of um, of a need to grow in maturity. Mm. And I always want to be growing in maturity. Um, I think um, this combination of like energy and faith produces passion. And of course, where there's reproductive activity, there's some kind of passion with animals. Sometimes it's like anger and, you know, with humans, it's love. And um, I think when we come to a place of readiness, there's an abundance mindset, right? So like Mm. we hunt what's in season because there's an abundance of that. Oh, that's good. Right? So like- there's there's a sort of attitude of abundance that's on readiness. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's um, with human reproduction there there should or really it doesn't even have to be for the sake of procreation. But when there's intimacy and intercourse, there's mutuality and synchronicity that needs to be in place in order for intimacy to take place. Mm-hmm. So like the mates need to be on the same page. Um, and, uh, that reminds me of this book. Um, if you haven't read it, if you're married thinking of getting married or just want to understand the gospel, it, you know, the marriage illustration of the gospel, marriage in light of eternity by Francis Chan is an incredible book. I think we mentioned that when we talked. Yeah. We've talked about that a few times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's such a good book. Highly recommend. Um, but there is this kind of miracle of conception um, when an idea is born even. You know, God allows us to participate in creation and creativity because he's put his creative nature in us. Mm. Um, and so we get to collaborate with the creator uh, when, when we're in a season of readiness. Um, and so, yeah, so we've got weather, which symbolizes positioning, mm-hmm. uh, animals, which sim- symbolize readiness. And then the third meaning of the word is anoint or is food. So like seasoning your food, making mm-hmm. it taste better. Um, and I kind of think of that symbolizing anointing. Oh yeah. You know, like yeah. you get the flavor of favor mm-hmm. <laughs> is what I've heard said before. Um, and that's when we become, when we are walking and anointing, we become highly effective successful and prosperous. And I don't mean that in a material sense. I mean, all of those words in a, in a spiritual sense. Mm. Um, yeah. Cause it may not look prosperous right. or successful in earthly eyes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's mm. a great point. Yeah. But we've got um, the gifts of the spirit present and, and being practiced um, equipping. We've got capacity expansion happening when there's anointing. Your capacity is is supernaturally expanded to a place where you could have never pulled off what God is doing Mm -hmm. if it weren't for being anointed for that work for the purposes of the kingdom. Mm -hmm. Um, Skills and talents develop. I think about this. um, I really think about my friend Krista with Flourish Kenya when I think about 
this meaning of the word season, this anointing, because there are things that she has pulled off and that she has done that she could, she admits, and and I admit with the work we've done too, Mm -hmm. there's no way I would be capable of that if it were not for God's sovereignty on the activity Mm. and the power of the Holy Spirit behind it. Um, And I think something else that comes with anointing is determination, determination. there's a there's a steadfastness, a don't give upness, yeah. you know, perseverance and endurance. I think yeah. endurance is a is a big thing. And here's the thing about endurance: it takes training, mm-hmm. and it also requires rest. If yeah. you don't rest, you can't build endurance. You'll just get injured and you'll have to quit. Yeah. Um, so then, the fourth meaning um, of the the word season refers to seasoning wood. And that really, to me, symbolizes timing. Okay. Yeah. So if you think about, um, you've got positioning, you've got anointing. Wait, what was the first? This uh, You've got food. Oh, um, hold please, everyone. Hers, her computer scrolls <laughs> the other waves from mine. <laughs> so weather, positioning, animals, readiness, food, anointing, and wood, is timing. So we've, we've got um, a lot of waiting to do. When we cut fresh wood, we have to set it aside and let it be for a while and mm. just sit and season. Um, there's a, a post from Odd, or not a post, but like an entry in my Utmost for His Highest by oh, yeah. Oswald Chambers. Again, highly recommend that book. Um, and it just simply says, the, there's one sentence that says, though the vision may tarry, wait. Mm. So sometimes we get a vision that gets us moving. And then we, what we would define in earthly terms, stall out. Mm. But like Nick Connolly pointed out, there's so much more going on beneath the surface in the spiritual realm. Um, And in, in some cases, there's no story without the wait. I think about Hannah and Samuel, Mm. you know, I mean, What's the big deal if she had a baby, right? The story of God's faithfulness and favor wouldn't be there if she hadn't waited. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, wilderness is important in this too, because the timing, the time of dormancy and waiting and wandering when the Israelites were in the wilderness mm. feels so significant. It's like they weren't quite ready. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's, obedience that has to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, there's rest that has to happen. Um, oh, and, you know, thinking about the Israelites, before their 40 years, they took the long way around before they weren't True. allowed to enter into the promised land. And they had to take the long way around because they were avoiding, like, people who were stronger than them. Ooh, yeah. Which, you know, God could have led a miraculous victory, but instead he didn't want them to even have to fight those battles. Mm-hmm. He was taking them around good. that to spare them from a war. Right. Um, so sometimes we may feel like we're on a detour, but it's God's protection from the things we don't know, the things we won't know about until we get to heaven. That is so good. Can ask him about it. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. Um. When you think about it too, everything got set up in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Like that was the strategy. The wandering, the long way around was the strategy that the Lord used to kind of set up the story. Yeah. Um, 
Also, Moses' staff was made of wood, and God used that staff, um, you know, in mighty ways. And and I think about the the power that comes to people who overcome, the power that the Israelites had, that Moses had when he overcame his stutter, he overcame his own um, insecurities and mm. and worries of not being good enough to do what God asked him. Um, there was a man that came and taught at, at our church a few years ago. His name's Bob Gladstone. And he said, your faithfulness in the wilderness becomes your authority. Whoa. Right? <laughs> That's good. Yes. Your faithfulness in the wilderness becomes your authority. Yeah. Bob Gladstone. I like that. Yeah. And I think- Thanks, Bob. Yeah. Thanks, Bob. Um, and I think about that a lot in this scenario where it's been- there's not really a better way to put it. It's been a hell of a year. Mm-hmm. Um, our f- world has been through a lot. Our communities have been through a lot. My family has been through so much in this last year. I shared on our last kind of catch up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just find myself not at my best, you know? And and that's been that's been kind of a downhill pattern. And this is this is the like my deepest fear is just getting real with you people and giving you my right now and not my here, I overcame and here's how I did it. Yeah. So I haven't overcome. (laughs) I am always overcoming because of Christ in me, but I'm in a place where I know that I am not my best. I'm not my utmost for his highest at the Mm -hmm. moment. And I want to be, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Not healthy. Mm -hmm. And so I've, I've just really been feeling permission from the Lord to pause, to take a beat step back from always producing, always putting things out into the world and just allow myself to be present where Mm I am. Um, Some other things that played into sabbatical were my my daughter is a high school senior and she's leaving for college in August and I don't want to miss anything. (laughs) You know, like I I can't get this time back. I can't, um, I can't go back and readjust my focus later. Mm -hmm. You know, I want myself to be fully present to her and what she needs as she prepares the launch. Um, you know, my, my husband is in grad school and so he's got an extra measure of divided attention. Um, my other daughter is in high school and is very involved in some, um, demanding activities that I want to be present to. I don't Mm -hmm. want that to be something I fit in around ministry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but more importantly, I am not collected. I am the exact opposite of collected. And that's okay. Like, yeah, we've had conversations lately about even just the name of our show, um, you know, and the roots of where it came from. If you've heard T- uh, Tia share the story about the apartment therapy article where it described this apartment and you know, if you thought of the apartment as a woman, it was such a beautiful picture of who we can be when we're living out who God created us to be. Right. But the reality is we're never going to fully be that collected self until heaven. Mm-hmm. We are continually in process and God is growing us. And we think we've arrived at one point and then we realize there's another point to reach and He keeps <laughs> us journeying and He keeps us growing. Like we've never we will never be the collected woman or man or, you know, person until 
heaven. Right. And that's the beauty of the whole thing is we hear people's stories on this show of the things they're learning in their journey, the things they're learning along the way to help inspire and encourage ourselves and our listeners to continue the fight, to continue Mm -hmm. the pursuit of a holy God who makes us holy Mm -hmm. through his sacrifice, but recognizing that we're never there in this life. Right. So living in the promise of that we are redeemed and restored by the Lord and what Jesus did, and he sees us already as complete and whole, and yet we still live in this sinful, broken world. Yep. And that's where the tension lies. And I think it's beautiful that you are willing to be honest about that. Thanks. And share it and continue on your own. Yeah growth in it. Yeah. And I, in the process of making this decision, um, Lisa Whittle, who's also been on the show, Mm -hmm. launched Ministry Strong online. And I was immediately drawn to it because I love everything Lisa does. She's She's one of those solid voices that's always going to tell you like it is. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the dis- the descriptors of of ministry strong is um, making a ministry quit proof, hmm. and that's what got me. I will never give up. I will never give up on collected ministries. But if we're going to keep going, we have to be as healthy as mm-hmm. possible. And here's the beauty of um, the beauty of the way that God has set this up is that he has given me a wonderful partner in Jess who can say, girl, I got you. Yeah. You have to do this. this. Yes, yeah. it's, the, it's the right time, the right season <laughs> to do this. And, you know, when I, when I finally finished all that symbolism about, um, about seasons, you've got, again, positioning, readiness, anointing, and timing. And I feel like when those four things are aligned with God's plan for your life, you're walking in your destiny. Mm. You know? Yeah. So I want to be, I want to be walking in my destiny. And so if I'm, if I'm in a, in a place of waiting for timing, right now, and I'm allowing myself to believe that there's more under the soil mm-hmm. and that it's okay to be dormant, then I'm trusting that there's more to come, Yeah, that greater things are on the way. Um, well, and the beauty of just the goodness of God is that in a dormant season, you're still walking your destiny, Yeah, even when you may not feel it or it doesn't look how you expected. Totally. That's still, God will still use it. Absolutely. It's all part of the journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I think um, we would love to encourage you guys to um, just to pray over Collected Ministries over the next six months. The plan is six months. We'll see if Tia McNally can sit still for six months. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> that would be 12 episodes with our every other week uh, plan. Yes. And For those 12 episodes, we have some different ideas. I will definitely be doing them. And then different ideas of guest hosts to bring in. Some will just be just me and a guest. So we have all sorts of different things we're going to try. So, you know, stick with us. And we'd love your feedback along the way. If there's something you really like or don't like, let us know. And we are open to trying new things right now because we're almost at our two-year mark. And we haven't 
changed much. Mm-hmm. We've learned, we figured out technology, you know, we've, we've grown, but we want to take this time also for the brand mm-hmm. to develop. Yep. We feel like we're headed in a new direction mm-hmm. and the heart of it will always remain the same. Absolutely. Our root mission. Yep. But it might be time for a little rebrand. Maybe. Or a refresh. And we don't know what that looks like. So we have some incredible faithful listeners who have been with us maybe for one week, maybe for two years, but and everything in between. And we want to hear from you. So your feedback is so welcome. Yes, please. Um, You can reach out through the website. You can email us. All the information is in our show notes. And um, we just, we welcome your feedback because you listen to us every week and we would love to listen to you. Absolutely. If you've got ideas for where you could see the show going or aspects of this ministry that need to grow or need to dissolve, anything, anything, please do let us know um, and be praying for us this weekend. We are going to um, Greenville, South Carolina, glamorous, (laughs) for um, our annual vision retreat. And um, we've done all of the like logistical work of making sabbatical happen so that we can really focus in spiritually on what God has for collected in the coming year. Mm-hmm. And so um, if you wouldn't mind praying for us over the weekend, that would be incredible. Yeah. And we will be praying for you. Yes. We will be carving out time. Mm -hmm. Um, on our retreat to pray specifically for our listeners. Um, So if you email us specific requests, we will pray for you by name to cover that. Um, And if you don't email us, you'll just be prayed for in general terms. Yes. But um, we will definitely be praying for you. Absolutely. Guys, we're so grateful for you. We just, we can't say that enough. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't say that because we should. We say it because we mean it. If it weren't for you, um, our faithful listeners, our periodic listeners, yeah, are just we love you all. You know the guests this week, listeners. Yes, yeah, yeah, we'll take you. Yes, we are so grateful that you are taking part in what God is doing through Collected Ministries, and um, we really do this to serve you. Mm-hmm. And so, if there's a way that we can serve you, we want you to let us know. Yeah, and otherwise. Peace out for six months. Jess, thank you. I love you. Peace out for two weeks from me. (laughs) You will hear me again. Yes. At the end of the month. And who knows what might happen in the meantime. You never know when uh, I might pop back in. We'll see. We'll allow it. Anytime. Thanks. (laughs) Love you guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Collected Podcast. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you like what you've heard, we'd love it if you'd help spread the word. Check back here for new episodes dropping every other Thursday. You can follow along on social media at Collected Ministries. If you would like to support Collected by making a tax-deductible contribution, please visit collectedministries.org slash donate. The Collected Podcast is also on Patreon at patreon.com slash thecollectedpodcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Become a patron for as little as a dollar a month to gain access to bonus content, early bird ticket sales, giveaways, and more. You can also find Tia at Tia McNelly Notes and Jess at Spreza Foundry. Collected proudly supports and partners with Flourish Kenya, a nonprofit working to support and prevent unplanned adolescent pregnancy in rural Kenya. Learn more at flourishkenya.org. The Collected Podcast is produced by Jess Biondo and edited by Jacob Early. Music is by Asaf Elan.